Look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just a good second. Would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> um, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 126 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Matt. He's got all kinds of stuff going on, including politics. So this might get interesting. 
And today I'm joined by Len, Buddy, and Chris. Happy Saturday. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. How are y'all doing today? Good? Good? Amazing and getting better. That that came out awfully quickly, Matt. It's already, hoorah. You might as well have said, Marine here. (laughs) Mariner. Semper Fi. That's how I answered the phone. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. Marine, like I say before, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say Marine Lawn Company, spread <laughs> blood everywhere, makes the grass grow. So, There's one of those out here. There's one of those out here. There's a marine landscaping, and it's just one. There's a marine say, AC unit, uh, AC company out here too. Yeah, they do a pretty good job for you. Yeah, good for you, man. Semperfy conditions or something like Semperfy air conditions, some, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. We all eat crayons. That's how, the... how do Marines know what air conditioning though is? Is it like the Air Force? <laughs> yeah, I never experienced that. Who's yeah. got no. that? What, what well, that might, I've been that? out for a while. That might be the new Marine Corps. They get AC now. Yeah, Marine HVAC is a big block of ice and a box fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it worked. Swamp Fine. cooler style. Good yeah. job. I uh, suggest you stop being a little bitch hot. hot. <laughs> well, anyhow, usually I cover the conspiracy, but I saw Len talking some mad shit on Facebook, and I had to like immediately call her out and say, Len, you got to bring this conspiracy on Saturday. And she's like, no, no. And then I called her yesterday. I'm like, please, Len, come on the show and talk about, I think you were up till four or five in the morning going through TikTok, and it had you extremely confused. And now so, you are a believer, or so no. I'm on the <laughs> so I'm on the East Coast. So whatever time you're on, I'm probably like three hours ahead yeah. of you. So I was it was probably midnight or one o'clock. Yeah, and I was on TikTok, and I don't know why this came up on my um, FYP. It's probably because I follow you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I follow maybe you or Chris Kerber or somebody. <laughs> like, I'm like, why is this on my TikTok? And so. I go on my TikTok and this is an elaborate presentation. So it was about an encyclopedia from 1958. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, this encyclo- encyclopedia in 1958 is talking about Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And um, they mention a dome. And then so I was like, oh, the dome and the firmament. This is the first time I'm ever hearing about a firmament. Okay, so I'm not like super religious or whatever. But when I like looked it up, like, I guess that's like the heaven. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I know there's uh, all kinds of people. But um, the presentation was so elaborate. Like it went on to talk about like if like like if there's a dome, like how is the world like a globe like how is it a sphere mm-hmm. and so on the comments it said it was the um it said there is the highest peak of um dome argus in antarctica which is thirteen thousand feet high is the highest ice feature in our antarctica but in 1958 like they're misinterpreting it kind of like how people interpret the bible to however they want it to say how they feel or yeah whatever. yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like what they're what they're interpreting is that it's like a whole dome. So the earth is flat. And then so here's Antarctica at like the edge of And we're surrounded by an ice. And we're, we're yeah, surrounded yeah, yeah. by can, I, can, can we just say real buddy, quick? Buddy, buddy, it'll be your turn in a second. All yeah. of the comments and opinions on the VTT do not necessarily so- <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your take, buddy. <laughs> You'll have your take. <laughs> so I'm not saying that I 
agree with it. I don't yeah. agree with any of this. It was just so fascinating to me that when I go through the comments, everyone's like co-signing. They're like, yeah, um, the earth is 6,000 years old. The firmament, if you look in the Bible, it says that that's heaven and blah, blah, blah. And then I just went down the rabbit hole and I just kept um, looking and looking. And they're like, okay, well, if we have thousands of satellites in the in the space, right? And NASA's only released one photo of Earth a year. One photo a year, mm -hmm. right? We have thousands of satellites in space. How come we don't have photos of like Australia with buildings like upside down? <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what the comments would say like how come we don't have photos upside down of like of like buildings like you know inverted or whatnot and um it was just wild to me and then because i was inverted <laughs> and they were like well okay so um if the if the earth really spins why is it if a helicopter can fly up why does it stay up and down in the same spot the whole time and um obviously you know that's physics you know um the geographical sphere or whatnot um and inertia makes us stay in one spot and uh, but the the guy was like so how come in, in that in that argument the guy was like if the helicopter can go up and down one spot why do we stay in one spot we should move right so that's kind of saying like the same thing if we step if we take a step how come we're not moving with the earth and so that was just well, I'm like, I'm thinking about it and I'm, <laughs> it's late at night. I should be sleeping. And you go down that rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like, well, why am I not moving? Because <laughs> I'm not a scientist by far, but all the arguments on there, it was like, and then the comments, they just, they, I was, I was just surprised to see all those comments on there. Like, why is there so many people that like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the earth is flat like how come there's so many flat earthers like we're i don't understand go ahead buddy <laughs> i know why because because we have gotten stupider as a group of people yeah, yeah. we're just and, it'll, it'll and, be and, we were told that, and everybody's like question everything yes question things but so if we just if we're still doing research that like archimedes did and we're not just starting from there because it's already been proven we're never going to move forward because we're still trying to prove that something that we found out 700 years ago, that that earth is round, that Galileo was right. Like, so one of the videos, like, so there's like six parts to this, um, to this thing, this series on TikTok that I watched, there was six parts. And one of them took a clip from always sunny of Philadelphia. Have you guys ever watched that? Mm-hmm. Hilarious. So um, I forget who it was, the guy with the dark hair, and he's like making an argument of why the earth is flat because mm -hmm. the Bible says so. And then um, one of them goes, well, why are you going to um, take account for these? So you're going to you're going to believe these people who you've never met and you've never even studied all their things and like everything that they say, you're just going to take that for um, what it is. And then uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, why do you take um, that? The world is, was round. And the guy goes, because it's science. It's been proven by all these people. And we have this the science. Right. And then he goes, well, have you met these scientists? 
And so you're telling me that you're taking all of their word for it and you've never met them and you've never dived into their research, but you're going to believe them. And so that's what the flat earthers um, argument is, is that we're being brainwashed and conditioned by science. <laughs> I, I can't hear these stories. It's one of my favorite things to do is to watch like the flat earthers try to prove that the earth is flat and then prove that it's round every time. <laughs> Len, Len did like, you get a rebate well, on those five hours of your life? so it's funny because i mean i think those tiktok videos were about maybe three minutes at most so three times i don't know either way 20 minutes so 20 minutes of videos but you're watching it till 4 a.m and i'm like no (laughs) on that rabbit hole it gets interesting (laughs) you know what i need to go to bed i'm done with this like i just can't and i and i was just thinking what if they are right what if you know because their presentations are so elaborate like who takes that time out their day to make like, a three minute TikTok video? Have you tried to make and a they have millions of followers video? through some of those? Yeah, yeah. Virgins? Yeah. So- <laughs> people have nothing better to do. <laughs> These people both well, let's, let's hear let's hear what thank you so much for sharing. So Len, what's your consensus? Like what do you is do you believe in any of it? No. Okay. I think right. they're straight up no. <laughs> okay. All right, Matt. Matt, what are your thoughts on any of this? Well, two two thoughts that come to mind when I come across this stuff. The first is these people vote. That's <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the second thing is, um, you know, you're saying, you know, question everything. I agree with the principle of be skeptical and question everything. But if you're questioning advanced level physics and Einstein level uh, formulas and you haven't figured out your times tables and maybe that's not what you should be questioning. Maybe you should stick to some more basic uh, information that you can grasp a little bit. Good point. Hey, hey Len, real quick. Can you TLDR the, uh, the conspiracy for Rob and chat? So basically, okay. So um, too long. Didn't read. TLDR. Um, basically, the guy was saying that um, the Earth is flat, and in the Encyclo- Encyclopedia of 1958, um, cited a dome in Ar- Antarctica. However, we all know that the dome is um, some sort of ice structure. That's what it's called. It's 13,000 feet, and um, from there, they just went down the rabbit hole talking about how how come. Um, we have all these satellites and then we only have one photo from NASA a year of the of the world. And then also, I didn't even touch on this part that they said that some of the clouds were like um, they would stamp the clouds like the same kind of clouds. Photoshop them. They yeah. Photoshop it to make the clouds look the same around. And then when you would um, look <laughs> up or whatnot, you didn't have those clouds. Well, the big one was not to interrupt, but the big one was the the guy. The I saw this one was the Dave. Yeah, I know. Real quick, because I'm just going to help Len. She might have been thinking about this. The guy, the the guy that jumped out of space, like oh, parachuted. The Red Bull guy? Yeah. So they show yeah. they show images of when he's in the little fucking whatever he was in to jump out, and then when he's standing he outside of it. Yeah, he was in a balloon, right? Yeah. yeah. And then when he's standing outside of it, the images are completely different. Yeah. And it's like, just like, 
within two to three seconds. Really weird. Not so, saying that didn't happen. I have my take on all of this. It'll be my turn here in a sec. But so, so to really that one was pretty wild. Up, yeah. To really shorten it up, the Earth is flat, and the conspiracy is that the world. We live in an aquarium. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and, and Polly Shore is, is part of the biodome down in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. we live in a dome. Yeah. That's right. what they're saying, is that it's flat, and we some, live in a dome. Some Polly Shore shit. Why they're, they're hiding that is because they, whoever know who they is, is because there's extra land that nobody wants to talk about. Mm. Yeah. Well, not I, I do have so I'm gonna go I'm just gonna go ahead real quick with Antarctica because I'm a big uh, UFO guy and aliens and all that stuff I love that stuff and I feel like I, Earth is definitely not flat okay but I do feel like there's a lot of like crazy stuff going on on in Antarctica like the Arctic Arctic Treaty that happened between all the countries you know it's not like one country owns Antarctica it's multiple countries and I do believe that there is some stuff going on there whether it's testing like whatever it may be but we are not being informed with what's happening at Antarctica. And then there are some weird things like Antarctica was discovered hundreds of years ago where civilizations didn't have the means to like travel. So whether that's a lost civilization that figured it out, um, that's really weird. And then if you look at like the UN map or like the UN sim- symbol of United Nations, it's actually the flat earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to make it a, a round earth. Absolutely, absolutely. But the, the symbol, the symbol is actually the coming symbol in with of, those facts again. But yeah. the symbol is actually a symbol of what they described back, back then as flat Earth, because there there was a time when back you know hundreds of years ago they said the Earth was flat. Again, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm just saying that there is a lot of weird stuff that's well, that, well, that another argument us, you know. against it was some guy was like, well, they also said there there was sea serpents and mermaids in the ocean back in our books back in the time. And mm-hmm. like, so why would you believe something in 1958? Obviously, we have all this technology now, right? Right. We have all this technology, and, like, we only get one photo of Earth a year. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? On that, on that technology, of like, on, you know, that, on that technology argument, even though we have all of this technology and we're able to – explore all these different places what is it like only 10 percent of the ocean has ever actually been explored correct, correct. like everything down we've there, explored you know, we've explored more of space which not flatter yeah. than we have of the ocean like and, that's that's yeah which is probably why the cameras are pointed out instead of in yeah to Maybe. get one picture of the earth yeah dave ja- dave jackson yeah. in the chat says 100 there's remnants of an ancient civilization under that ice Science shows that thousands of years ago, Antarctica was a was green and lush, and that's true. And uh, not to go too far off topic, if you guys look up Admiral Byrd and Operation High Jump, and then how the Nazis were involved in Antarctica too, and there were actually weapons being fired at the ice. Like this is all declassified. You can look it up. Um, I was on the show going. when you talked about that. Yeah, there's some yeah. shit going on down there, hundred yeah. percent. And that's and that's and that's my take. But yeah. everybody like Hitler was interested in that area. And then Rob, obviously Admiral Byrd, like th- th- there's a lot of stuff going on in Antarctica. Rob on Trash Talk hit that nail on the head. He said we're back into the Operation High Jump thing again. And uh, yeah, Susan, you're you're allowed to be triggered. We we triggered um, Susan Brandsetter. Um, she said we're doing. I'm on the Grotworks chat. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with our Grotworks peeps. And yeah, I'm I'm over here on Trash Talk. She said we're doing great, but this stuff triggers her. So just. Be triggered. Just don't be a pansy about it. Susan, remember, you have a choice to be triggered or not. You can choose not to be triggered, or you can just be triggered. Yeah. I would have to go with Susan on this one. It, it does trigger me that people are that 
fucking stupid. Like, it, <laughs> you have a choice. Like, you have a choice. How, how, how we, now he's yelling into the microphone. We, we can't regret, understand him again. Uh, also, my we, husband. My husband was like, "You cannot believe the flat earth earthers. You were a sailor. You sail like I sailed." across the seven seas he's like how could you believe that there is i was like, I don't fucking believe that i just said that it was i just said that i went down a rabbit hole and all the other there's just so many arguments for it that it makes it just like how how is there all these arguments because i did i have sailed the west pack but then sailors have sailed the east coast or the atlantic and mediterranean but uh, i've never sailed flows. from the west to the Middle East, to back to the East. I haven't done that. And I'm sure there's world cruises that do do that, you know. But there was an argument that said, how come airplanes don't fly over the poles? They don't pl- fly over the South or the North Poles. So The jet stream doesn't go that way. <laughs> yeah. And He's why like, would they again, fly They over don't know the physics. They don't know science. So. They also... They also fly. <laughs> they, they also fly up. Like if you're going from from like Alabama to London, which you could just fly straight across. Instead, they fly up and over because it's shorter. Mm-hmm. Yep, safer. And I mean, even uh, going east to west coast, if you're in northern United States, they'll go up into Canada and up there and come back down. So it's just yeah, shorter, and it, you got the jet stream advantage. I mean, yeah. when I go when I go Virginia to California, we we fly up like over Colorado and shit, and then before we come down into San Diego, yeah, it's almost like the line, the equator, is round, is longer, is longer than like yeah. the circle around. Well, yeah, what's, what's your take, buddy? Otherwise, we're gonna just be rambling. We got to get to our guest at some um, point. Chris, yeah. you say absolutely not. Would you agree though? Antarctica's got some shit going on. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. I, I actually oh. had a buddy that that was down in Antarctica doing research. Um, he was taking core samples and all that, and the stuff that he told us was like, "Whoa!" Like it was, yeah, it's insane, dude. Like and what? Now, and like now he what? works for SpaceX. What What did he say that was like, "Whoa, Chris"? Well, like the core samples that were pulling, you wouldn't think it was just ice. Like Dave was saying, there was like lush greenery there. They were pulling the core samples to prove that. It, it was a continent ice. at one point. It's, it's They've actually found it, buddy. Buddy, yeah. they don't just take yeah. it away because it's ice. Yeah, yeah I got <laughs> it. It's, it's, it blows my mind when people are like, "Oh, but there's, but there's land there." Yeah, it's a continent. Yeah, there's land. There's but only lush place. greenery, not just like yeah. barren wastelands of yeah. tundra, ice. frozen tundra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you also know that the Earth not only rotates this way and this way, but it several points in the history of the earth, the North pole was actually the South pole. Yeah. They reverse the magnetic also, poles. You and also then, had vice Pangea, versa. where all the, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then spread these, apart. That is accurate. Yeah. These, these, these motherfuckers don't know about Pangea. <laughs> Damn. That was like second grade. Everybody, right? everybody knows about Pangea. Bro. How they all just kind of fit together. Anybody watch the ice age? That's why we got, <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got subduc- uh, subduction zones, dog. Like, uh, things are growing, moving. In the same ice age, the little squirrel trying to get the nut, and then he never like gets it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's actually written uh, about me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, buddy, buddy, what's your take, real quick? Before you, what's your take, real quick, buddy? Before you get into your honesty cap, so we can so, get to our uh, guest. My, 
my take on it is that all of all of the stuff that you see on TikTok that's like talking about the firmament. It's real. Ladder, it's on TikTok. Yeah, well, all of it is to Duh. me. It, it's like it's really easy to get triggered and annoyed with people that are that stupid. Um, that I mean, they would if you believe. Watch Buddy's TikTok, you would already know he feels that way. That they would believe that we can, <laughs> we should somehow Go follow Buddy's TikTok. That, that some that, that some freaking group of aliens or people somehow got here and built a dome that we can't see, just like some plexiglass giant dome that we can't see, but but rockets bounce off of it. That. Yeah, it's it's it, it doesn't it's not that they're stupid. I think it's more it's a like our education system is so screwed up at this point that those people can exist and they exist because they can be pulled around by their nose by anybody that gets high and tells them like, yo, dude, what if I like this reminds me of when I was eighteen before I joined the military, because of course that's when I would have smoked the marijuana cigarettes. Reminds me of getting high with a bunch of buddies and being like, hey, yeah. okay, hold on. What if, like, the Earth That's is amazing. actually, like, a, a little thing that, like, a giant has in its pocket with, like, a bunch of other planets, and we're just fucking so small, but, like, ants are also, like, really, really small, but there are giants that are just carrying us around and then looking at us every now and then. Like, and then they're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we live in a fucking. There's a firmament. It's then your buddy's bubble. like, I saw that on TikTok, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> is funny though. We do live in a time where all the like a lot of the conspiracies from back then. Like, I believed in like UFOs, now UAP, since I was like 13 because I personally saw something crazy in the sky, and I would you be called crazy. 13, Dave? No, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> definitely. But I mean, then, you but then now, star, now, so now, now it's goes. just now it's just like common. You know, well, now it's not a know, the, thing anymore. Now the conspiracy theorists are actually questioning what the government is showing us. We live in yeah, some crazy well, times. I'm not, again, I'm not saying that the earth is flat, okay? Crazy, I'm just saying, like, questioning thing, things. Go ahead. The crazy thing is that TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, at one point, in order to speak and be heard by the masses, you mm-hmm. had to, like, know something or be important or be on the news or, you know. Right. But now, I, now the chance. Every yeah. idiot that knows how to like put an app on their phone can make videos on TikTok and say whatever they want to say. Right. And pretty much people will be like, yeah, the earth is flat, man. Uh, the fucking, there's a dome, dude. Did you see his face? But now also like a lot of stuff that's trying to be covered up, the flow of information through things like social media and the internet have made it easier for stuff to like – Back then, you just were taught or whatever you read in a newspaper, and then you couldn't really communicate it to like anybody except your friend circle. But what they are, what what a lot of those people are communicating, yeah, is part of the truth that they are going to put out there. So that it like hundred percent, use you in their direction. As a kid, yeah, Yeah, there you go. This is like tell a fucking moron. It's like tell an idiot. (laughs) That idiot tell other idiots. So that some jerk off can tell you something else and be like, "Hey man, did you guys know that fuck?" And because where Lynn saw it and was like, "Oh, this is a funny conspiracy theory." Because how can people be this stupid 
there are people that are looking at it. Oh, like, oh dude, I'm going to go get, hey, man, what would you think if I got a private jet? I don't even know and if we they're fly being over serious or trolling. Like, like, yeah, you going, can tell if they're being serious or trolling, those people commenting or whatnot. Yeah, that's that. another thing. Yeah, but, and a yeah, lot of them are true. serious. That's true. The problem yeah. is a lot of them are serious. And you know what else is the problem? Not that they vote. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem, <laughs> but it's not the problem. The problem is they fucking breed. That's yeah, the yeah, issue. Yeah. Is that they have more than they just more. And those people don't generally go, hey, you know what? I'm going to have a couple kids because I can take care of them. They're like, you know what? <laughs> Popping babies out everywhere. Just a whole families of idiots that are running around like, don't believe what the government tells you. The government tells you the earth is round. Hell no, it ain't round. I know the earth's not round because when I shoot my 30 out six, I got to aim up high because the bullet falls down. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely no on Buddy's take, obviously. Yeah. No. No. The yeah. earth is not, not flat. The earth is not flat. We don't live in a firmament. And the reason you can't just go to Antarctica is because they don't a, allow it. A, the wind in Antarctica. Is it at two to three hundred miles an hour? It's negative eighty degrees. You can't go to Antarctica because you can't live in Antarctica without. Well, even a if you had the equipment and you like tried to go, there's part there's parts you can go to. But if you like say you want to actively yeah. explore it, the government tells you no. Right, because and it's not just because, the U.S. government; it's everybody. Yeah, 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 it's all of the governments because they all decided yeah. at one point. First of all, underneath that ice cap. In all of that land that's there, there's a lot of minerals, there's a lot of oil, there's a lot of gold, there's 100%. a lot of all of the things. 100%. So if 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 we want to protect our entire globe, probably not blowing holes in the ice that keeps it cool yeah. would be a good idea. And if we were just to say, hey, we're not going to regulate what happens at the South or the North Pole, let yeah. people do whatever, then – you know, Rockefeller would have already been there with like tons of dynamite blowing giant holes in the fucking ice caps so that he could get some oil and or yeah. some gold or some diamonds or whatever the fuck he wanted. So, to they actually found so a pyramid they, there too, supposedly. Buddy, do you think uh, do you think we could use AI to kind of map it out and see what's in there? Uh, you know what? You guys. I think that's a good segue into our guest, yeah. right? <laughs> you guys talk about AI. You want? I don't. I don't mess with it. I don't play with no AI. You know what I mean? I've got enough problem with with regular intelligence. I don't need to fuck with artificial shit. But you know what? Matt could tell us about it. Look at all those fucking books this guy's got. Look at all these books. Look you know, at all the books. You know what? You could just tell AI to read your book, Matt. Matt's you not going to get into politics after being on yeah, our he, show. So. See, he doesn't even know what he got himself into. <laughs> you were with those it down, guys? Oh, closing man. it down. <laughs> yeah, it's a... It's a black mark on his record. He's done. There's no hiding. We're, we're all blacklisted. Yeah. We're all blacklisted. Is flat. It's been proven by TikTok. None of this is worth anything. It's probably a good thing Nick yeah. was in here. He might actually be under investigation going forward. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, most likely. But anyway, buddy, are you going to introduce our guest? Are we going to get to him? Or what are we doing? Is it my job to introduce the guest? Yes, it is. You, were, oh, well. you read his bio and everything. All right, well. Job. Well, everybody, this is... I always got to keep this place together. Is, uh, yeah. Matt, Matt is well-read. As, as you can see from behind Matt, he's well-read. He has lots of books. They're leather-bound, some of them. Um, I would personally like to... Uh, 
I would personally okay. like to know why uh, why Matt has commitment issues. Uh, he can't commit to being good at just one thing, so he like tries to be good at fucking everything. Like save some things for everybody else, Matt. Call he's it entrepreneur. For, he's, yeah, he's running for Congress in Illinois, which should be good. He's uh, he's he's a AI sales rep person who like is. I don't even know how you do that. Do you just have the AI sell itself? Does AI not sell itself? Is that not what happens? He went Isn't to USC. He went to USC. He's been a Marine. Is how? a Marine. Get it oh, right, buddy. Not that. He's a Plus Marine. A Marine. Marine. Yeah. Uh, he's a, I also want to know how it is that, uh, like, how did the, the teachers, the professors at USC take it when you turned your papers work, like all your essays in in Korean? Was that a thing that they got upset about? Were they good with it? Well, Matt, Matt go isn't, ahead. Isn't USC like a major party school anyway? So like they should have been all about it. Well, they're just glad he turned papers in, I guess. I mean, he's already got a leg up. Everybody else is too hungover to do Daryl Williams in the chat says, well, Semper Fi, little brother. Oh, Matt, God. welcome to the dumpster fire, what we call <laughs> veteran trash talk hour. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on, brother. I didn't know where to start this thing off as so much fucking turpentine being poured in the dumpster, but all right then. <laughs> we just got to go for straight napalm. You've seen a couple of our episodes. You know how it goes. Well, you know what, Matt? It's your fault. Like, maybe maybe stick to one or two things. I read your fucking bio, and I was like, I need to map this out with some kind of fucking flow chart. Like, oh, I was in the Marines, and then I went to USC, and then I started selling fucking AI shit. And then I did this, and then I, now I'm running for Congress. And in a couple of years, I don't know, maybe president. We don't yeah, even know. just needed a five-paragraph order to introduce him. Yeah, I was Smack. like, there we go. I, was like, I don't even know where to fucking start with this guy. <laughs> Apparently, it's commitment issues. Why can't you commit, Matt? Uh, well, I've been with the same woman for 15 years, so I'm committed there. But um, cheers to that. I'd that's, say that's uh, where all commitment went right there. Oh, <laughs> it's all, oh. it's all in that. one one avenue. I'd say, uh, you know, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? I'm trying to prevent that. And (laughs) I think this this actual TikTok thing was such a great uh, introduction. So one of the reasons being politics used to get me so wound up and I turned everything off. I had my social media deleted. Um, You know, I I just focused on my career. I, I I guess to, to take a step back. So I went through, I actually dropped out of college, then enlisted, did three tours, went to USC, spent the last decade in innovation technologies like artificial intelligence. That's been the last four years, um, but I've been writing innovation waves. And I was just focused on me, my wife, that was it. And then just shy of two years ago, the first kid showed up and I picked my head up. I started paying attention to the batshit crazy stuff going on in the country. I was in New York City in 2020. We got locked down with the riots and they're freaking like attacking people and burning down buildings and all kinds of just, you know, and uh, I was like, holy shit, what happened to the country that I love? And so that's what got me into politics and running for Congress here in Illinois. And I know exactly what you're talking about in those comments because I had everything deleted. And so I went back, uh, I got Twitter as go through on these posts and you see hundreds of com i mean one of the things is down with capitalism capitalism is terrible like it's the antichrist like we need to bring socialism back and all this stuff and you go and look at these people and they're like school age and young adults that 
actually believe in this and there's movements. Just a couple of days ago, I had a friend send me a picture. They took it a bus stop. That was like, believe in communism. You know, here's the website to meet up. I was like, this is the United States. Like this is the Western world. And we've completely forgotten about what's important in life. And, uh, now I am in politics, but very much I advocate for, you know, any other veterans that really care about their country, think about going back and trying to serve again. Politics is just as bad as serving in the military. It's not a fun ride. It's, there's no excitement whatsoever. It's like pulling teeth and having to dig through shit all the time. Um, you know, but where we're headed as a country is, I think we're headed toward a cliff. And so that's what got me involved in that. Nice. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong at all. Uh, so, you, you know, you were talking about uh, socialism and communism. I saw a thing the other day and uh, a guy, a guy was talking about socialism, communism, and capitalism. And uh, he was like, you know, the smaller your world or the smaller your group that you're dealing with, you should probably be socialist, you know, in your family, you should probably deal with your family as a socialist would. Um, but the larger that group of people get and the more there's a, a trust issue, like say the federal government, the less you should probably be socialist or communist and you should probably lean more towards capitalism because capitalism is the way that all of the, the outside entities are supposed to be checked and balanced and they have to answer to people financially. Um, how, uh, how, how does one who uh, believes in capitalism is uh, clearly what seems like a, a, a Republican or a libertarian, how, do, how does one fare in Illinois running for Congress? So it's kind of a situation that's similar throughout the country. You have very much more democratic or liberal focused governments that are concentrated in cities. Uh, and then on the outskirts, and I'm, about 45 minutes west of Chicago, District 14 in Plainfield, and it's very conservative. We did lose to a Democrat the last couple of cycles by as little as 5,000 votes, so an extremely close election. Um, and it's very similar throughout the country, east to west coast. You look at very dense population centers go very much more left, and then the country or more rural areas go very much more right. I can... Um, I can 100% yeah. speak to that living in Virginia. You've got the the Nova, basically from uh, Woodbridge, which is about 30 minutes away from me north, to DC line, and then the Virginia Beach, and then the heart of Richmond is as liberal as you can get, and literally the entire state is red from there. So it, it literally looks like three blue splotches in a sea of red. And one of the problems with that is the cities keep getting bigger and bigger, so they have more and more control over the entire geography. And the whole reason why we had, you know, the electoral system is to prevent a concentration of power in one or two cities. Mm -hmm. But we've, because people like me and probably everyone on here keep leaving the cities because it gets so bad, uh, you know, someone's got to stand and fight at some point because eventually the city centers will control every single state if we don't stop that. You know, it's funny, you know, you, there's a, a natural reason why that occurs when people live in cities and they're farther and farther away from having to work to provide for themselves 
at its, at their base levels. Like, you know, the food is brought in. They just have to buy it. The water is there. They just have to open their tap. Um, the, the more they, the farther they get away from the source of their life sustaining, uh, you know, the things they need to sustain their everyday life, the, the more they start thinking that there are better ways to do it because they don't understand the way those things are made. You know, it's like the, the, the story of like the people that go to the store and buy chicken, but they don't know that chicken is a living thing, you know, or they think that strawberry milk is milk from strawberries and not <laughs> strawberry it's vegan. cow milk. It's is this vegan? Milk. Is this vegan? Because it's strawberry milk. Yeah. Jesus. And then you got um, completely in line with that. And then what you have is you've got this drift towards voting toward ideology and forgetting the practicality. And that's exactly what that ties into is you've got these these concepts of, say, a perfect utopia where everyone has a certain amount of income and they don't have to do anything. Well, the practicality side would be what's the actual mental negative? What's the psychological negative? And then how do you get all that money to redistribute? Or you take it for everyone who's producing. And if you take it from all the producers, they're not incentivized to produce anymore. And now you end up, you know, like Russia right now. Uh, and we've seen it played out time and time again. And it's like, there's a quote by Reagan to paraphrase. He says, you know, liberty or freedom is always within one generation of perishing. And it's uh, it's really easy to, you know, put your head down and just focus on your own life and not worry about what's going on in the country. And all it takes is one single generation to do that. And then we've got socialism back in the United States of America. Well, you know, he also said that uh, a policy of appeasement is the worst thing that we can do. And and that's what we do with each other is, you know, one side keeps trying to push farther and farther, say, to the left. And, you know, we keep appeasing, we keep appeasing, we keep appeasing. So that entire line is moving over, which means that the people on the right are getting so frustrated with how far it's gone to one side. You know, the, the fact is, like, John F. Kennedy was a Democrat. That dude wouldn't be allowed in a Democratic convention at this point. Like, have you seen? He, he would be 100%. Seen as the worst type of racist piece of garbage that they had ever talked about. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's insane. So there's a, a Bobby Kennedy actually just announced maybe a month ago, and obviously I know this because I'm now paying attention. Uh, mm-hmm. He is very much in line with a lot of what uh, the original Kennedy's policies were, and he's already being. Um, you know, thrown through to the ringer for being, you know, not a true Democrat or not a true liberal because he's moderate. And that's one of the things with social media is that what happens and what's been happening is the people on the furthest fringes of society can have these platforms to have extremely loud voices. And then people who are maybe a little bit right or a little bit left see that information and think, oh, my God, this is the norm. And it pushes them further away from center. And it makes so, people so much more divided than we've ever been before. We have like the worst division since the Civil War. And oh, yeah. unless we address that, unless that's handled, uh, serious problems in the future, for sure. So, so on that well, history part, um, we actually have a comment on Trash Talk from Jeff. Um, the school age young adults now who is starting to make up the majority of our voting, um, they, they don't know shit from clay on a rainy day, as he said. Um, they, they're not teaching the history like they used to. 
It's mm-hmm. all getting swept under the rug or it's getting removed. I was just having a conversation the other day about that uh, with someone. You know, they're well, no, changing not, all these even, names because they offend people. It's not even it's not even that. It's the fact that, you know, they're not teaching they're not even teaching history the way they used to teach it, right? Because used to, you know, it was like, you know, five dudes. You learned about five or six guys every year. You know, it was the same five or six people. We have a lot more. We have a richer history. We could expand history, right? We, there, it's, it's too easy to expand history, but we don't teach history in the eyes of the time frame that it was that it happened in. We teach it in the eyes of somebody in 2023. Like, it's really easy yeah. to go back and say, well, we stole all the Native American land. Well, we didn't. We didn't steal. We 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 purchased and conquered you know, and, and to be fair, we were almost always allied with a native tribe that was fighting another native tribe. And those native tribes were fighting amongst each other. And if they had united, then we probably wouldn't have been as successful as a country, right? So maybe we should learn a lesson from their failure to unite as one people and fight somebody that was coming in to, to buy and steal their land and make some rules. Well, history lesson is going to be a whole can of worms because you could talk about all kinds of stuff and history can be told from different perspectives. The winner, or you know what yeah, I mean? But, history yeah. has always been told by the winner's perspective. Yeah, and, it, and it will always be told right. by the winner's and perspective. So, and generally yeah. that's because the, the loser isn't alive anymore. That's what I'm saying. This is a whole can of worms. You could talk yeah. about history, about winners and losers. Like you can yeah. talk about slavery, you can talk about people of color, yeah. you can talk about Native well, Americans. Yes, yeah, but if you're going to talk about Native Americans, Americans is a really good one. Yeah. 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 Well, if but, you're going to talk about if you're going to talk about Native Americans, for for instance, because that's the the can of worms that we open, mm-hmm. then we don't need to talk about a group of people that were making out with trees and just eating acorns and walking mm-hmm. around like the, the fucking hippies of the, the, the 15 and 1600s, right? Like they were, they were people that were warring with each other. They were like doing the same. And, and in those times, people as a whole globally were fucking savage. Like they would do things that it, at this point, if we look, if we look at what they were doing to each other, whether they were white people or black people or you know whatever race nationality you wanted to the things they were doing to each other we would look at it and go what in the actual fuck were they thinking well shit back like, then if you had beef with somebody you just go grab two pistols and you know pistols yeah you fucking figure it out you yeah. figure it out yeah you just <laughs> shoot each other like oh they're they're a witch oh you want to break up with me you want to break up with me back no, you're cool. a witch you're a witch gotcha what we're no, I love you. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To prove that you're not a witch. Yeah, you know, if, if you float, you're a savage. witch. If you don't float, yeah. well, you you died with a clean conscience at least. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, we, we don't look at history in the eyes of the time frame that history was w- occurred in. So that does everybody a huge disservice. And we also aren't honest about history. Like if you – like. When I went to the history class, even, you know, and I graduated in 96, so when I went to history class, if you'd ask me after That's I got done with, like, my senior year of high school history, like, hey, where in the world did slavery happen? I would have just said America. That was it. 
It was a global phenomenon. It's how everything got done. Fuck Africa. Got done free. That just goes back to what you were taught. Yeah, yeah, it was like, you know. So to bring it back to our guest, Matt, what do you you want to do with this? Why why are you running for for office? Why? Because I'm trying to save the country. But the uh, (laughs) the more in depth, so, you know, with, I'll say there's two things. So one being 9-11 happened. I actually went to college after high school and watching the surge in Iraq, you know, I didn't feel right. I, mm-hmm. I'm an immigrant I family. I come from an immigrant family. I'm first generation. My mom's not a U.S. citizen. And I was extremely proud and grateful of my country and what we have and what was offered. So when I saw the initial surge in Iraq and I thought to myself, here I am going to school. I can go to school anytime I want. Um, you know, and my peers, peer group, age group is out fighting and dying for a country. Didn't sit right with me. So I enlisted and uh, spent five years and did three tours. And then, you know, I got out and focused on myself again, went back to school, used the EI bill and uh, spent the last decade, like I said, in uh, innovation and AI. And then when my daughter was born, I kind of looked up and started paying more attention. I have read a lot of history, political history, um, global history, and been pretty into that since I was a kid for whatever reason. I'm not sure. And I looked up and I saw the most divided country that we've had since the civil war. I saw that we have the fewest veterans in service and politics since world war two. I saw that, uh, things have gotten so extreme. Uh, people are practically, you know, walking out their front door and throwing eggs at their neighbors. Uh, I saw the education system completely being upended and I saw fringe groups that compose, you know, one or less than 1% of the country, uh, trying to impose themselves upon the 98, 99% of the rest of the country. And I said, there's no way that I can raise two daughters and look them in the face and say, yeah, I went to war, but I didn't try, I didn't stand up and try and defend, you know, our values and our principles in this country. And so that's what got me into politics. And that's why, you know, I'm running for Congress out here in Illinois. That's, that's good. And that's very strong. And I, I, that's a good attitude to have and actually stepping up and making a difference, not only deployed, but now jumping into politics and hopefully being able to change some stuff. If people, you know, for the people that are watching now in Grunt Works and that are in Trash Talk, we got a hundred thousands of followers. Where can they follow you? Do you have a website? Do you have any links? Are you on YouTube? Do you do podcasts? Like if they want to get more information and say, this guy rocks, like we need what's to get your, him in. What's your website? What can they do? Yeah. What's your website? Yeah. The the campaign website is Lay for Illinois. So that's L-E-I-V for Illinois. Lima Echo India Victor for Illinois.com. And if you type in my name on Google, I'm like the first couple pages on all of Google from my previous business work and everything. And I got my campaign website tied to everything right now. Um, And I also wanted to address the, I think it was Buddy brought up, doesn't AI sell itself? No, it doesn't. Yeah, talk about that real quick. So we got the politics, you know, because I know we're running... Oh, actually before, so I want want to hit the AI real quick, but one thing, when I declared, so I am a conservative, I'm a Republican, think that of what you will, hopefully nobody cancels the podcast for that. I mean, you're in a a safe space for that, don't worry. If they were going to cancel the podcast for that, they would have already canceled the podcast. 
So. But there's, I, I didn't say, so I tried to send out the podcast to a bunch of people that I served with. There's maybe 30 or 40 of them. I was just like, hey, man, I'm on a veteran podcast. Like, come check it out. And literally Facebook shut me down. Like, that was the copy. Like, hey, I'm going to be on a veteran podcast. Here's the link. Come check yeah, it out. Facebook and has these are people that have been com- connected <laughs> yeah. with me for like 10, 15 freaking yep. years. Yep. A long, since Facebook was even started. Facebook and definitely they, has, I think, written citing. We're inciting violence. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and Facebook is definitely more uh, left. That was hilarious. We've to experienced me. all that. Yeah, our group was shut down for the third time. BTT official. Shout out to BTT official and all of our mods, obviously. Um, but we were shut down, you know, and it was during this, during that whole time when everything happened in DC during and everything. And yeah, and we were, and, and we called somebody Devil Dog, and uh, apparently yeah, so happy we were, birthday, Devil Dog. yeah, happy, and we were inciting violence, yeah. and that was like the third time they yeah. shut down our group, yeah. and now we're back to 70,000 in our group, and our group is actually, I mean, we're making a huge difference, what what our mods are doing on there, it's just amazing, you know, it's helping our but, brothers and sisters out. You know? But you yeah. know, Dave, yeah. if we weren't targeted the way we were, we wouldn't be where we are at now, because I would yeah, have us stronger. Grunt yeah, works yeah. have never been brought around. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's only made us stronger every time they've shut us down. So, so I feel you on that. There's some crazy censorship going on. And real quick off that, like, I don't know if any of you guys know the Full Send podcast, but Trump went on there too, and they just didn't air it. Like, <laughs> they took really? it off of YouTube. Yeah, if you yeah. guys look up Full wow. Send when Trump went on there, uh, he, and he called it too. He's like, this is going to be taken off of YouTube, and it was. You know, and I'm not a huge Trump supporter. I I'm, I'm in the middle. Um, but yeah, I think most people just, are right now at this yeah, point, most wow, people are yeah. about in the middle. And I feel like that's what we need to do as a country too. And I think we were talking about that briefly earlier. Like it's just right against left. Like, you know, th- there's some most views on the left that I support and there's views on the right that I support. Like mm-hmm. we just never can meet in the middle and it starts from the people cannot meet in the middle because I have to be left. That's how I am. I'm standing firm. To, I'm on the right. And then yeah. politicians are the same way, you know, like, you have a Democrat in there and then the entire right will, won't vote for anything. You know, it's just it's just this constant battle. You, and in my opinion, it's ha- what what better way to keep the country under control is if you have these forces just continuously fighting against each other. You know, like the two party system, I think, is good. But like, why can't we meet in the middle? Like, yeah, it's you, just horrible, man. You, it, you, it's, you, know, you can't got, have beliefs a little from this and a little from that because you're wrong. Correct. You're the enemy to both yep. then. And you're yep. sitting here like, what the fuck do I do? You have to choose a side. Like, like, for instance, you have black people voting for Trump or you have black people that are going Republican and then they're being called out, you know, and then vice versa. Like, it's just, it's, yep. it's, why, why can't we just be together and like meet in the middle and make it great again? But it's, the, it's the worst it's that quote, it's ever been. By far the worst that it's ever been. Yeah. Yeah, And that's one of the things where, you know, you need more people to stand up and run for office. And that's what I was going to say is I have had, uh, you know, since I announced, I had so many, I was, you know, telling all my friends and all kinds of people, veterans and business colleagues and associates. And I had such an overwhelming positive response from people on both sides. There were a few extremists that are like, burn in hell, I hope you fucking die. And I got death threats and all kinds of stuff from like uh, 10 or 15 people. Uh, but overwhelmingly, like 98, 99% have been hugely supportive. Nice. And as a matter of fact, a handful of people even reached out to me and are like, hey, man, and these are veterans. They're like, hey, I was thinking about getting into it. I didn't know where to start. And so I have a group of veterans that are like following me on my journey. 
And that's what I was going to say. If anyone is on the fence and thinking, you know, it doesn't have to be the federal office. It could be your local city council. It could be the school board. It could be whatever. You if there's any veterans out right. there that want to stand up and get involved and start working, you know, for their principles and not just being the silent majority on the sidelines, like stop being on the sidelines. That's where these problems are coming from. It's the good people that put in the work are just sitting there living their well, lives and not paying attention to what's going on. Like, vote for the elections. Like we just had an election like a week ago. Vote for those small elections, your local elections. So the smaller elections have the biggest impact within yeah. you know what you're yep. doing uh, immediately. And the reason I'm running for federal is because I want to have a national impact on legislation that's going on nationally. Uh, but there are any veterans that tuned into this and you're interested in running, like please run out to me. I'd love to help you and talk to you and uh, you know let you know what the process has been and what it's going to be and you know everything else. Um, but definitely more people need to get involved. And the fact that we have the fewest veterans since World War II, I think it shows in the fact that everything has been so extremely polarized and people can't solve any problems. You know, a lot of the major legislation that goes through is bipartisan. What mm -hmm. we can't solve and we can't attack major problems without bipartisan support. It just doesn't work that way. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a hard one here then. How do you feel about term limits for Congress. Yeah, it's not a hard one at all. I'm 100% in, in favor and, and support of term limits. As a matter of fact, uh, I am very much in favor of tackling a lot of the corruption that's growing into D.C. right now. There's a rep out of Florida named Matt Gates, and he just proposed legislation two weeks ago that kills the possibility for insider trading, both for members of Congress and their family. I didn't even know that was a thing until I got into politics. Like, you can have other people buy stocks and your recommendations within your family. So obviously, like if my wife were to do it, it's still our money. But because it's her doing it, like it's okay. I am 100% in support of that legislation that he put forward a couple of weeks ago to kill the corruption uh, on insider trading. And that's one step. And there's a whole bunch of other things that need to be done. So that's not a hardy question. That's a super easy question. Like I'm not here. So by the way, I'm taking a pay cut to run for office. Like I was doing a lot better in technology. I'm not here to get rich. I'm here to try and fix shit. Like a lot of people are out there just trying to get rich. We need more people with the service mentality that want to help the country and help their people. And they're like, no, I don't need the money. I'm here to make things better. I love it. Why, I love why it. Why do you think, uh, Matt, what you mean? You, you talk to other veterans or whatever. Why do you think that they have such a, uh, I guess, a fear of going into politics? I think it's probably the same thing that all of you have seen since you get out. You have this amazing skill set. And then you listen to society and the people around you being like, oh, you're amazing, especially, you know, us grunts like, oh, you're amazing, you know, in the field. But what can you do in business or politics or uh, customer service or you know whatever else it might be? And there's a pretty big kind of mental gap between thinking, OK, I did all these other things and now I can go in and serve in another capacity. It's the same reason we see people getting out with four or eight years under their belt. And then they end up working at like Home Depot or Walmart. Like they go back to the same. I, feel you know, I was at Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> you were though, but you didn't I stay mean, there. That's a difference. I, I, I actually understand why people get out and go work at Lowe's and Home Depot. It's because they just, I'm, they're over dealing with, uh, they, they don't want the responsibility anymore of a yeah. bunch of other people's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's definitely part of it, I think. Or they uh, also think they're not good enough. 
well, that's, the other, also, that's the other and, part. And there's, so a, I, there's a big, there's a big stigma too. Like you get out, you know, like Star Major Troxel, we've had him on the show multiple times. You know, he talks about like us enlisted guys too, especially like Buddy, myself, Nick, like we've, you know, all E8s retired. Like there is a lot of stuff out there. You know, you just gotta, you gotta play it smart. We're not like range control that like you get out. That's, that's what you do now as an enlisted guy, you're in range control or you're no, no, it's a whole mindset thing. And if you don't prep yourself for later yeah. on, then, you know, it's kind of like your own fault, but I mean, look at Matt, yes, he yes, was, yeah. he was a grunt and yep. the dude was like almost a rocket scientist with AI. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the two, that's the two sides is there is absolutely a group that's like, <laughs> I knew a guy I served with, I'm not going to call it his name. He's like, I just want to get out and live in my sister's basement and drink beer. And like, all right, if and that's hey, you, like, if, if, if that's you, that, that's cool. Yeah. Go work yeah. at Home Depot. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But the other yeah. side is, you know, I remember being told like, oh, you're going to get out. There's going to be no jobs. You're going to fail. You should stay in. You know, that's a very strong message that's still predominant within the military. When people get out, like, oh, you're going to get out. You're going to flounder. It's going to be a different situation. And You'll so then politics is several stages removed from that. So first you have to establish your life and then you have to go try and do something else additional past that like that's a very big mental block and you know frankly i struggle with that even right now like am i good enough am i going to be able to do it you know i'm putting my family on the line um we're gonna you know if things go national we'll be trying to drag me through the mud like there's all these things they have to you're gonna be living in dc in a couple years yeah yeah that's the kind of stuff you have to juggle mentally it's like it's a big obstacle to overcome and it's not something that you just yeah i'll just make the decision and go for it like no no it's not that simple yeah, I think I think honestly, that's the other. What you just said, Dave, is the other problem. Is that he's, he, you know, we're talking to you know Matt's going to be a representative from Illinois, and we were just like, yeah, you're going to live in D.C. in a little bit if you're a congressman. Like, how are you representing? How I don't understand how we we have representatives that live in D.C. year round, not for while Congress is in session, but all year. And then represent a place that they haven't been to in, you know, 10 or 20 years. I I actually, I I want to address that because y'all know their meetings over zoom, right? So y'all know Marcus. So hold on. This is, no, this is a really good segue. So y'all know Marcus Luttrell. Well, his brother just got elected and he's running, uh, he's a rep in Congress and he actually did a podcast. I don't remember who was with. I caught maybe a month ago and I would, anyone who is interested in this, I go look up Marcus the trolls. I'm sorry. I don't know his first name. Marcus mm-hmm. the trolls brother um, who's in Congress right now. And he was exactly talking about that. He said there are people that get elected and they, they live in DC and they just do the DC politics. And then there are other people that are working their tails off and putting forth legislation. And he gave an example. He was like, uh, you know, he's up at, 4 a.m. He does exercise or whatever. He works starting at like 7 a.m. And then he's working 12, 14, 16 hour days for three to four days a week and then flies back to his district. And then he works uh, for a couple of days in his district and then has one or two days with his family. He's like, that's my schedule. I'm doing like nothing but work. And there's other people that live in D.C. and do one meeting a day. Mm-hmm. And there's like this huge divide of, you know, the people that are just there to benefit yet- off the system yeah, and then those who are actually yeah, trying to do something. And yet still can't find the time to make it to vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And you know, where that comes down to is people not paying attention and not voting the garbage out of the system. Right. Right. That, that, that's why we need term limits is because those people have probably been complacent and they've been in Congress or in the Senate or whatever for a long time in the house. 
for a long time. And so they have a residence in DC and they keep that residence, but then they keep their permanent residence in whatever state, kind of like how the military works. Like my home of record is Florida right now. Yeah. Yeah. And to go work in DC, it's fine. I'm working there, but my home home of record is Florida. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I, that's why I think that there should be a term limit for people. If you think about it, there are people in office right now that got voted in before the age of the internet. And now they're trying to make decisions on things like artificial intelligence. Do you see that TikTok committee? Yeah. Like, oh, does it connect to the Wi-Fi? Like, you gotta <laughs> be kidding me. That was the worst me. thing ever. That was the worst. Like, they that's, that's Yeah, you would have been good at that. You would have been really good at that because you have the knowledge of it all. But oh, the questions that they were asking the the, the CEO of TikTok, and I I feel personally. Like, I don't know. I don't want to even want to go down that rabbit hole, but I feel personally like he handled himself pretty damn well. Exceptionally <laughs> well. I would have probably started cussing and knife handling yes. people. Yes. But the questions were just like, so you're saying like, one of them was like, so you're recording videos and then posting them? Like, beep, beep. yes, dipshit. That's what TikTok is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it was just a policy it was insane. Like you fucking old fart needed to just quit and let just like, let it go. You do not understand social media, you know? Um, And somehow they got appointed to the technology (laughs) committee. So they didn't just get voted on off or voted in the office, but then after getting voted in, they got appointed to the technology committee. (laughs) Just because you invented this technology doesn't mean you have to stay on it. You know, it was, it was the problem though. They haven't invented shit. Most of those people have never actually had jobs. They were congressmen. Joe Biden was a congressman, Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, all of those guys have been congressmen. I'm 45 years old. They had a well-established career in Congress before I was born. That's that's another widen with the term limits. And if you look at the founding fathers, like I've read all of their biographies, all kinds of information. Almost there's a couple that were professional politicians they were the extreme minority. The system was built and set up around people who came in, served, did a job and got out. Washington, Jefferson, all these folks were like, hey, I want to serve and then get out. As a matter of fact, Jefferson was voted in against his will. He said, vote somebody else in. Like, I don't want to do this job while he's in France because he wanted to be with his family. And we've warped from you go in and you serve. And a lot of these people didn't even take the paychecks because they're already well off. Uh, Correct me to- if I'm wrong. But isn't the congressional session literally around agriculture so that the people that owned farms could go home to run the yeah. harvest yeah, and then come back and be in Congress again? And like so it's warped from favorite. that to, hey, I'm 18 or 22 and I graduated school and I'm going to be in politics for the rest of my life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You, you, there's no reason you should be able to be a professional politician. We've had presidents that their only job was a community organizer at one point. Like, yeah, how are you supposed to understand what normal? A, how are you supposed to understand what normal people are going through? B, if you've been a government worker your entire life, how are you worth one hundred and twenty-seven million dollars on paper? That doesn't count all the trust and yep. all the other BS that's in you know foreign banks and all the other places. Like, you know, that's just what you actually have the nuts to say is that on a on a on a salary of two hundred thousand dollars a year 174 you're, you're, you're worth you're worth 127 million yeah absolutely and it's like how that works 
I am a hundred percent in support of somebody who wants to go out, have economic success and, you know, be fabulously wealthy on the private sector. When you are serving, you are there to serve the people, not collect freaking any additional incentives, bonuses, money, or anything else. You're there to serve. There's no reason whatsoever for someone to be pocketing millions of dollars on a small paycheck. It just, and then they do that for 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Well, that's the kind of stuff we got to change. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. A, there's, yeah. a, there's a, there's a, uh, there's, you know, talk about conspiracy theories. This is really even a conspiracy theory. So we're going to open like, and uh, close with one. Yeah. Like, uh, right. you know, Lyndon Johnson, you know how much money he made off of Vietnam? I don't know. Insane amounts of money. Um, his wife, well, when he started his career, he had gone into, uh, he, he started by standing up for Halliburton way back in like 1938, 39, cause it was a Texas based company. Halliburton, KBR, all those companies did all the logistics for Vietnam. They did all the logistics for, they've done it logistics for every war before war. Yeah, they make a lot of money. <laughs> Lady Bird Johnson owned a giant amount of stock in KBR. Mm. The, the, the companies that built all the crates that sent stuff back and forth to Vietnam, she owned the company. Like, I remember, so I read That's a how book. we end up with a long war. I, I read, uh, actually, within the last six months, a book that was going through the history of that. I don't remember all the details, but I do remember that uh, whatever general... I don't remember the names, apologize, but he said in order to be successful within the Vietnam campaign, like in the first year or two, he recommended is the troop amount that they had at the highest point. And they didn't want to do that. The government didn't want to do that because they wanted to prolong it and keep it going. So they kept just doing incremental increases in the troop surges instead of just doing the full thing. And so, of course, if we're you know, only patching part of the whole, things kept getting more and more out of control while we were sending not enough resources to actually deal with it. And to be fair, if we had gone with Kennedy's original plan, which was to send special operations and to just train the South Koreans on how to defend themselves and allow them to fight the war, it would have taken ex exponentially longer. It would have been more successful, but we wouldn't have had... 55,000, 50, 58,000 people that are 58, you know, on a, on a wall in Washington, DC now. So, so Matt, just yeah. to kind of anyway. bring everything full circle here, where, where is the best way for people that aren't, or how is the best way for people that aren't in Illinois that can't vote for you? How's the best way that we can support you? Well, there's two things. One is helping get the word out. I'm completely grassroots and self-funded, um, put a lot of money in of myself and my family. Uh, second thing being, if they do want to donate, layforillinois.com has got all the information. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can sign up for donations. You can find social media and just hit me up personally. If you're interested in whatever details, and especially if you're thinking about running for office, please do reach out. Like I've, I think three or four people in the last month have been, you know, veterans that are like, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, running or have thought about it and sit down and have some conversations with them. And the stuff that I've learned in the last, you know, two and a half months since launching blows my mind. I have no clue about someone like, for example, the, you know, your family member can collect massive amounts, you know, like you're talking about LBJ's wife. I had no idea about this stuff. Like most people don't know about this stuff unless you're paying attention. But yeah, those are the sites, just layforillinois.com or Sweet. you can find I, all my social media. I dropped both of those, your Facebook page and your Lay for Illinois in, um, in the chats. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course.
I think I found you on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, well, we wrapping it up. I Chris, so. you got the AAR. This is yeah. Chris's job. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, buddy, buddy is not a fan of the AI. Um, we all believe that the world is not flat. Um, some might still believe that there's a dome. We'll, we'll, we'll let them believe what they want to believe. It's permanent. Permanent. Uh, permanent? I, I'm sorry, but every time I hear dome, I think of Polly Shore and Biodome. Yeah, <laughs> same. That's just where I go. See um, that or Battle Dome. Matt Matt had way his blinders on for way too long, but now that he's got them off, he's actually going to do something about it or try to. And uh, I th- I think we need to support him. And uh, having a kid really shocked him. I think of that Jim Carrey movie. What was that movie? Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I couldn't remember. Is um, oh, where they're all recording him, and then yes, he like gets yes. to the wall. Yep, yep. Yeah. At the, the end. Show. Yeah, the Truman, the Truman Show. show. Yes, that was it. Yes. So, yeah, that's what I think of. Like. <laughs> and uh, we dropped awesome. the links in the chat. So if you want to support Matt in any way, shape, or form, or you want to get into politics yourself, pull those links up. Um, we'll post them in the descriptions when we go uh, put these on uh, Spotify and all those places. Sweet. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. If you missed the show, go to veterantrashtalk.com. has the links to all of our podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all that good stuff. Go check out shop.veterantrashtalk.com. Get yourself some awesome merch. I am wearing the just a tip shirt, one of my favorites. Definitely a conversation starter. Quit being a trigger pansy is probably one of our most sold shirts. And then, oh, Buddy is representing Boats. Uh, we, Boats lost his wife a while back due to cancer, so we made a shirt for her. And uh, all the proceeds from that shirt go to an amazing cancer foundation. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Love you guys. We'll catch you next Saturday. Boom.